Hi, I'm Harvey. Welcome to the Lookout Podcasts, Reef Points Track. Today's episode is how to provide an excellent program to your sea scout ship during a pandemic, where we'll discuss how to improve your ship meetings while also being virtual. Joining us today is SEAL graduate Georgie Hightower, the Southern Region Area 3 bosun and the immediate past bosun of ship 1701. He has done an amazing job at continuing sea scouting during the pandemic and helping the scout movement thrive. He has led his ship and his area virtually with engaging meetings, classes, and events. We're so excited to talk with him today. How are you doing, Georgie? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how about yourself? <laughs> All right, doing pretty good. Um, so without further ado for our listeners, um, Georgie is really awesome. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into some questions. Uh, this is kind of just a interview style podcast. Um, and so the first question we have for you today, Georgie, um, is, you know, so during uh, in March, uh, when this uh, this global pandemic really started to take hit, uh, what was your first reaction when ship meetings, uh, ship like in-person meetings were no longer allowed? Um, well, uh, when the whole lockdown actually happened, I was actually over in um, Aloha Council doing their PowerPoint. Coming back, uh, I was actually planning on having like a whole event for my ship, but after the lockdown was announced or the we couldn't have a in-person event, um, it was it was it was a bit it was disappointing and, and a bit demotivating. Um, but uh, we were able to adapt to virtual meetings uh, since a group of uh, the scouts. Uh, we're all good friends, uh, and so we already use platforms like Discord and or Google Meets or all that stuff. We were uh, easily able to to implement those into uh, meetings, um, and so that's actually happening right right as we're speaking. Along with that, we're really lucky to have adult leaders that are adaptive and that are um, that it will allow for for us to experiment in what we can do. Uh, so, what was the moment when you were like, "All right"? We got to be on this platform and, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, we um, the the adult leaders are were very open to new ideas and, and what we could do, um, and so that was helpful to let the youth have a, a say um, and let us have our own program and uh, choose what we want to be uh, doing. It's really inspiring how quickly you guys were able to pivot and just get back on track to being Sea Scouts. Um, during these first initial meetings, um, what did you plan to do online? How did you run those meetings? Well, uh, a lot of these meetings uh, were just adjusting and adapting the programs so that we could better be fit to being online, obviously. Um, now, we, we really didn't want to be having just sit around meetings and talk because um, we knew that there were uh, scouts and adults that were already in Zoom meetings during the day for, for school or, um, or for their work. So we really wanted to avoid doing that. With, with the, uh, making the, the meetings happen, um, the actual troop, Boy Scout troop meeting planner for like uh, NSPL, um, that was used and that's, that's since it can be used for both in-person and virtual, it's it's a good uh, guide, guideline. How did you keep the attendance uh, high and how did you get people to you know stay with it uh, even though it was a virtual, so it was probably very different? 
Yeah, so uh, keeping the attendance high um, was having um, fun activities, um, not having the um, meetings or events go too long, um, and cover a variety of topics so that it keeps the scouts thinking of new ideas. So how long did you uh, run certain topics or whatnot to keep it in interesting? Um, we'd usually probably do around 15, 30 minute discussions or um, lessons that um, a scout is, is willing to teach. I love how you guys were able to combat Zoom fatigue. I know meeting after meeting online can get really draining. To keep your meetings interesting, what content did you cover to get your scouts involved? There's a lot of bite-sized lessons that are online that can be followed. And since they're only two minutes long, they're, they're easy to have everyone watch and then discuss them. It's not going for, for 15 minutes to half an hour to, it's, it's really upfront. And well. What's an example of a lesson that you did with your ship or what's, what was the rank advancement that you covered? Um, we, I know that we have gone, we've done virtual um, like fire safety um, and what precautions should be taken and what you should do in case of an emergency. Um, we've done what the specific parts of boats are since uh, our ship has a 45 foot Morgan. We do want to meet, uh, make sure that all of our sails, all of our lines are uh, in proper conditions um, and going over those lessons uh, with the guidelines of what is usable and what isn't is is uh, helpful. Why was it valuable for them to attend this and how did you make it so? The virtual meetings, they, they allowed us to focus on advancement more. I think being able to go over advancement, um, that's what was letting you rank up. I agree, including rank advancement in your virtual meetings really incentivizes um, other Sea Scouts to come and join. I feel like in order to have a really successful virtual Zoom or Google Meets or Discord meeting, you need to have a solid thing that you're accomplishing in order for people to really participate and get involved. So besides moving from your ship role to now your area role, um, Tell us more about the virtual area October. So this last October, that was with, um, hosted by the Capital Area Bosom. Um, yeah, so uh, it's the, the event's called Mintier Rendezvous. Uh, it's a competitive, um, friendly event that allows ships to usually network with each other and socialize and have fun. We, we, we really had to restructure what we were doing because having the uh, social networking and the competitive um, activities that was not really possible to do in a Zoom call. So that was that was that was a challenge. And how do you go about accomplishing uh, what was probably a pretty large event? Um, what was difficult was making sure that everyone was engaged um, because you could have. A participant that just but was muted and had the camera off and you don't know what they're doing yeah so really having those bite-sized lessons and 
um, very hands-on interactive activities during those meetings was, um, was, was really important. What's your favorite virtual, um, session or lesson that happens at, um, the rendezvous that you attended? Um, well, somebody was unable to, to teach, which, which is fine. So I was able to, I, I was put into that spot and we all went over, um, radio calls for, um, what to do in an emergency, how, what to say, how to describe your boat, how to describe the situation, how to, uh, the, those kind of things. And I'm listening to, to every scout actually to call out, um, th- their descriptions of their ship's vessel was uh, important because we got to uh, find out what kind of vessel they had. Uh, do you think there was any benefits to having it um, online versus uh, having it being an in-person event? Like if you were to have plans to be in person, what, what, do you think there was any benefits or uh, advantages to doing it this way? Uh, yes, absolutely. Because um, that allowed for a bit more flexibility because if somebody wasn't able to attend, they could, they could come to the call and they could still be there virtually. Um, it also allowed for a bit more uh, diverse um, attendance. So we didn't necessarily need to have people coming from Area 3. Um, we could have uh, expanded where we were at. And okay. which and ended then, up happening. Yeah, and then also when you were advertising, how did you get the word out about the event? Um, social, a lot of uh, promoting on social medias. Um, uh, specifically Instagram because that's that's what a lot of youth are on. Uh, yes, not so are. much Facebook. Um, but posting on Instagram, uh, one person would see it, repost it, and now everybody would get um, the information. Um, also sending out emails um, was crucial as well. Um, and then what, what sort of advice might you give to um, another person that was trying to plan this uh, same sort of event? Um, I would highly recommend making sure that it's very interactive, make sure it's fun, um, and make sure there are breaks because, uh, as I said, we don't want everyone sitting in front of their computers all day. Um, even though a lot of people still do that, we want to, um, encourage that they don't. Um, so that's, that's some advice. And especially if we do give them a break, um, that allows for them to come back and actually be more um, receptive. How do you think Sea Scouts have changed in the past year and what, what's happened that maybe is good or things that you wish wouldn't have happened or how do you think it's changed in the past year? Um, well, since there's been a lot more online um, events, um, I, th- I think it's good that it al- has allowed for more of a diverse um, attendance to events. Um, you could have more people, you could invite your friends, um, and they, they could just listen, they could figure out what's going on. Um, and they don't need to worry about commutes, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, um, unless you're hosting a, a zoom meeting, that's got more than however many people it's you don't need to pay anything. And so I think that that's been a good benefit. Those are all such really good points. Um, even though all of these virtual opportunities have been a remedy for the global pandemic, they've been a really great solution to so many of our problems. Um, moving forward, after we move past this global global pandemic, 
Do you think we can implement online meetings into our normal unit operations? Yeah. Um, so personally, my ship, we um, we have our in-person meetings every first uh, first and third Sundays. Um, but since we've had our virtual meetings, we are also wanting to implement that into our actual calendar uh, because that's been much, much more helpful to get the word out. And if somebody can't uh, make it to the meetings on the on the the in-person meetings, then they can still um, chat. We can do all these things on the virtual meeting. How how often do you think a ship should meet virtually? Um, I don't. Uh, I think you don't want to have it too often, and you don't want to have it. Um, too far apart from each other. Um, I think at least once or twice a month um, on top of the in-person meetings. That's awesome. Well, um, thanks, Georgie, for uh, everything you've done for sea scouting and generally speaking, but specifically through 2020. I know it was a very difficult year. Uh, We're really glad to have you uh, for this interview and uh, and thanks for being here. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity. It was great listening to your stories, Georgie. Um, Sea Scouts, Scouters, listeners, if you have any podcast ideas, please email podcasts at seascouts.org. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Cassidy. And I'm Harvey. And we'll see you all next week. On the Lookout Podcast, Reef Points Track. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 